Hello world and welcome to the House of Bliss podcast, your favorite show you've never heard of and the internet's best kept secret. You know, it seems like everywhere I go these days, the airwaves are filled with horrible news. So I'm starting a whole new segment of short episodes devoted specifically to delivering the most exquisite testimonies of God's grace and power in our lives. These mini episodes will catalog God's stories from my life and the lives of my friends. But these are no mere stories. You know, Bill Johnson has pointed out that when the Bible says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, it's saying that when we hear a testimony, we're actually inviting the Lord to repeat in our life what he's done in someone else's. God doesn't play favorites. So if you hear a testimony that speaks to you, just posture your heart as if you're receiving a prophetic word. Now, let's move on to today's God story. Hey everyone, I wanted to talk to you today about the craziest thing I've ever done. Now, I talk a lot on this show about boldness and how it's not a personality type. It's, it's a result of the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And when that kind of boldness comes over you, it doesn't matter what your personality type is, you will find yourself doing things that are just supernatural. And so when that kind of thing has come over me, I've ended up doing some pretty gutsy things. But this is by far the gutsiest thing I've ever done. Back in 2017, I was working at the Starbucks in downtown Cleveland. So my store was just outside the lobby of one of the busiest hotels in the city. And so one day I'm working and a couple of guys come up to the bar. They were, they were ripped. They were big dudes and they were speaking with heavy European accents. They were also completely covered in leather, like tight leather and chains everywhere. And I didn't really think much of it since, you know, I'm downtown. I'm always meeting crazy people. But then a few minutes later, some more guys wearing leather and chains got in line. And after that, several more people. At that point, I was definitely confused. So I said to my coworker, is there like some kind of biker convention going on today? <laughs> and my coworkers started laughing at me because actually it was an international convention for BDSM. As in, you know, bondage and sadomasochism. If you don't know what it is, just for the love of God, do not Google it. But let me just say it was a convention that involved some intensely sexual, sinful behavior. And so at that moment, I could just feel the Holy Ghost squeezing my heart. And he said, you're going. I have no one else there. You're going. <laughs> And I was like, oh, come on, for real? Lord, seriously? God, I'm not setting foot in there unless I can feel your power on me. And so my poor friend, Jonathan, um, he was living with me at the time. He was he was supposed to get a ride home for me. And so I was like begging him, will you please go to this thing with me before we go? Because there's no way I'm going to this thing alone. And so we moseyed on over to the convention. And let me tell you, all of our years of Christian upbringing had not prepared us for what we saw. Imagine a high-rise hotel and there's thousands of people everywhere in leather dog costumes. There were literally people walking on all fours while somebody was holding a leash around them. 
Anytime I wanted to try to talk to one of those people on a leash, I had to address their, quote, master first. It was so strange. And so as soon as I walked up there, I could feel my heart just like breaking. I could feel the Holy Ghost like wanting to leap out of me with love. And so we just, we we hung outside the entrance of this hotel and we were just asking people if they wanted to feel some good vibes. And so they're like, yeah, of course. So we started prophesying over people. We start praying. We start administering the Holy Ghost to people and they were getting wrecked. And of course, I spoke openly about Jesus. But even though I'm talking openly about Jesus, the Holy Spirit was so thick, like a cloud around us, that people didn't want to leave our company. And so eventually, one of, a, uh, one of the people gave us a tip that we could actually go up the elevator and hang out near the entrance of this event, even though we didn't have a badge. So we decided to just ride the elevators up and down and talk to people about Jesus. And I am telling you, <laughs> I've had some encounters but I have never felt Jesus like I did that day. I was literally drunk with God's love for these people. I could feel his passion for them. And so I was hugging people, prophesying over people, encouraging them. As we were, as we were hanging out, you know, near the entrance of this event, at one point, a guy was so wrecked and he loved what we were doing so much that he offered to pay $160 each for Jonathan and I to be able to get in. And honestly, I did not, not only did I not have the courage for that, I did not have the desire for it. I did not need to see what was going on in there. I was quite content to hang out in the lobby. But while we were there, um, this big buff dude, again, with leather and chains everywhere, he comes walking by and he's got this entourage of people around him. And I noticed people were uh, whipping out papers to get autographs from this guy. And so I thought, oh, this guy must be like somebody important or something like that. Well, it turns out that in this world, in this part of the porn industry, there's a title that people can earn called Mr. Leather International. And so this guy literally had a massive international following. He was like a legit porn star. And so I walked up to him and I and I shook his hand and I just started prophesying because the Lord was showing me stuff about his future, about him. I literally said this about getting free from sexual sin, about speaking to people, about getting out of bondage, about him preaching the gospel to the nations. And he started weeping. This dude who's literally a name in the porn industry, I'm prophesying to him explicitly about Jesus and how he's going to be a preacher and he's weeping. He said he wants that. And so, you know, I, w I wish I could say that he went for it right then and there, but at the very least, he had a tangible encounter with the love of Jesus. And he said to me, he said, I once had a relationship with God, but I just feel so far away. And so I know that me sitting at Starbucks, like God sent me all the way over to this hotel, to this crazy event, way outside of my normal comfort zone. And I actually got to see the Holy Spirit break through to this guy in a powerful way. So what I love about this story is I was deep in the belly of some of the wickedest, wickedest sexual stuff going on on the planet. Yeah, I saw stuff that completely offended me. A guy literally pinched my nipples while I was on the elevator. <laughs> if you want to think of it that way, it was truly a dark place to be. And yet, I have never so strongly in my entire life felt the father's heart for his kids. So it reminds me of that verse in, in uh, 2 Corinthians. It says, 
God has given us the ministry of reconciliation and, and, and he doesn't hold people's sins against them. And so while a lot of Christians might take the approach of being outside picketing their behavior, trying to protest them as a scourge on society, Jesus Christ is in there and he's actually showing his love to them. He's calling out a greater identity. He's presenting his saving power and blood to them. I say this all the time, but Jesus is the desire of all nations. And I've never met a single person in my entire life who genuinely didn't want Jesus. What they don't want are caricatures of Jesus. They don't want religious twisted versions of Jesus. They may not want church, but when people actually have a real encounter with the love of Jesus, I have never seen anybody say, get that away from me. No, that in fact, they want more. It opens them up. And so I just want to encourage you, be smart, follow some discernment and common sense. But if the Lord is like nudging you to go somewhere that is outside of your comfort zone like that, man, you are in for a treat because you will get to see him manifest himself in a way that maybe you've never even dreamed of before. And so I just want to pray for you right now. If you put your hand on your heart, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are reaching out to your lost kids through us. I thank you there's not a single person on this planet who's too scary for you, whose sin is too deep for you. You are reaching into the farthest reaches of the corners of the earth, bringing people back to you. <laughs> So, Lord, I pray that you give everyone who's listening to this a fresh boldness, a fresh boldness, that they would be drunk with your love for the people around them, and it would cause people's walls and defenses to come down as they melt before the power of your presence. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to the House of Bliss podcast. If you'd like to support this ministry, it is super easy to do so. All you've got to do is go down and hit the link in the description, visit our Patreon page, and sign up. Any amount of monthly giving is going to unlock all kinds of extras and behind-the-scenes rewards. Another quick and easy way you can support us is you can just give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Each and every one of those goes a long way. I'm praying that God seals everything you heard today in your heart and that you stay rooted and grounded in His everlasting love. Thanks again. God bless.